Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for being with us. Uh, great to have you here. 888 at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some tweets from just after the show yesterday. We got this in uh, from mm, Save Save 84. This is great. Uh, we have a, a, a listener who called in. This was months ago now, uh, named Judy, who took things a little too literally. <laughs> Apparently didn't know that some of the things that I was saying yeah. were tongue-in-cheek. I believe that was the March 1st show. Wow, that long ago? I think, yeah. Okay, and ever since, people have been trying to help her out because <laughs> she takes things too literally. Poor Judy. So, uh, saves 84 tweets. Just as, you know, kind of a reminder... Judy, the whistleblower is not actually blowing a whistle. <laughs> so that's helpful. That's really helpful. Um, <laughs> Good stuff. I mean, because you might be really confused. Yeah, I if, could see that. If you thought just a whistle was being blown and why, why, you wouldn't really understand what the big deal is. Why is that making news? It happens on football games all day, like <laughs> three and a half hours, four hours at a time. They're blowing whistles after every single play. Uh-huh. Also from uh, Sharon Stribble, listening to you guys as I pass by Lumberton, North Carolina, oh. home of the Lumbee Indians. Oh. Oh, nice. Can't believe they struggle with the internet here when they have a Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, they're not struggling anymore because no. they got the $20 million uh, payment from the from the government. And you paid for, for it. For high-speed yep. internet. Uh, we had this tweeted out about Bernie Sanders. This is... <laughs> This is good because, you know, he's he's going to equal everything. He's going to equalize our entire civilization. So Bernie has a uh, a big poster board. says, under my plan, any NFL team with 12 or more wins must give at least one of those wins to the New York Jets. <laughs> Nobody needs that many wins. Thank you. Uh, can we have an addendum and put the Falcons on that list as well, please? Sure. Hmm? What are the Falcons? One and three? Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. They beat Stu's Eagles. Hey, they got that. They did beat Stu. They, really? They beat the Eagles? That's yeah. their one win of the year? It's their one win of huh. the year. That's interesting. Is there a number people can call? It's uh, right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, got this from Wink Pointerman 2020. <laughs> Wink Pointerman. Uh, I'd love to be a fly on the wall at Pat's house when he goes home and tells Jackie. Honey, they just diagnosed me with ARFID so I can no longer eat vegetables. Oh, no. Yeah, the ARFID. The, like that uh, lady had yesterday. Yeah, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's it's a non-vegetable eating disease. You can't eat vegetables because they make you vomit. I have it. You have it. Yeah, yeah you I have just, it. And you've had it for your entire you life. You just it. went undiagnosed. Whole, whole life, yes. And it's the Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. Well, thank you. Yes. ARFID. Yes. And until yesterday, I didn't have a name for it, mm-hmm. but now I do. Now you do. It's ARFID. If you suffer from ARFID, <laughs> I've got your solution as well. It's Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition because you don't have to taste the nasty vegetables. Mm-hmm. Thus, no vomiting. <laughs> and you, in, you ingest all of that great nutrition. Conquer your ARFID. <laughs> it's, it's so great. You're, you're getting the superfood. I, I don't know how kale and quinoa all of a sudden became super. I guess they put on a cape. Yeah. Uh, maybe they fell into a vat of toxic chemicals and it just changed their DNA to where they became really strong. Yeah. I, I don't know. When food gets bitten <clears throat> by spiders. 
So if you don't like this super food either, uh, try Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Every scoop is 100% uh, organic fruits and vegetables. And so you get all that good stuff in your body. And right now, if you order it uh, and use the offer code PAT, you'll get 15% off your first order. Satisfaction is guaranteed, or you get your money back. So start your day like I do with Field of Greens. BrickhousePat.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray, Unleashed. All right, the hysteria continues to uh, avalanche, and now they're they're looking into this call with Australia's prime minister, according to the New York Times, who cites two unidentified U.S. officials. Um, they apparently President Trump requested some help in an investigation over this uh, Russian probe because I believe it was a it was an Australian diplomat. It kicked this thing into gear to begin with. And so they were kind of asking. So apparently Trump asked Morrison to help him look into that. Um, an Australian government spokesman confirmed uh, yesterday that the request was made, saying in a statement, Australia has always been ready to assist and cooperate with efforts that help shed light on the matters under investigation. The PM confirmed his readiness once again in a conversation with the president. Wow. So it did happen. It sounds like they were so pressured there. Yeah, doesn't Ooh. it though? Sounds like they're pissed. Yeah, so they're they're <laughs> they're ready to help. Always yeah, been ready yeah. to help. Willing. You know that's a sign of just being <laughs> outraged. <laughs> the Times said the White House had restricted access uh, to the transcript of the call in a similar way of the handling of the Ukraine president. Blah 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 blah. blah. That call during which Trump asked Zelensky to investigate uh, Joe Biden has led to the opening of an impeachment hearing. And so will this be f- further stoking the fire from here on? I, I don't know. Isn't it in the national in- interest to find out what was going on behind the scenes of all these things? Isn't, I think it is. Isn't that what Democrats wanted all along? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. So they keep spinning this as if uh, for his own his own political interest... Well, it might coincide, but I do believe you can make a pretty strong case that both of these conversations were in the national interest as well. I want to know if the vice president of the United States strong-armed Ukraine into firing their prosecutor. I want to know if there was some kind of strange goings-on that started this probe into Russian collusion with the president, and Australia could help with that. Since that's where it originated. I mean, is any of this stuff impeachable? I, Of course not. It just isn't. But the Democrats are acting like, this is the smoking gun. Here it is. We found the dead body. And uh, we found the guy with the gun in his hand, pointing it right at his head. With the smoke coming out of the gun. Thus the smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the media are willing accomplices in pushing these stories and these narratives and these headlines that don't match the actual details of the stories. Yeah. So, um, another fun day at work uh, around their water cooler and the break rooms. Uh, <laughs> enjoy yourselves today, everyone, because it's not going to stop anytime soon. No, it's it. That's for sure.
Um, again, I, I really think they believe they can't win this election. And so they're going to have to try to get him impeached if they can get him out or if they can discredit him to the fact, drag him through the mud so much that, uh, you know, it takes a couple of points away from him at the polls. Then they've accomplished their goal and then they'll be happy. Once they get one of these socialists into office, man, I think we're done. I, I just, because then you've got, you've got all of these, you have all of this socialist mentality in the uh, House. And you've got, if, if you also had a like-minded president who is also socialist-leaning or just an outright socialist, uh, what kind of chance do we have at staying who we are? at staying what the Constitution intended us to be. You know, that democracy that we were promised. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty effective in... in Changing the language, changing the conversation. Um, really done it well. Yep. They've really done it well. Meanwhile, uh, liberals are melting down over CNN highlighting five white female Democrats instead of the squad... Wow, how uh, dare they? Yeah, CNN did a video on five moderate female Democrats who joined the impeachment circus. And liberals are freaking out because it's an insult, you know, to the squad. <laughs> Where are the women of color? Love it. Why Why isn't AOC in this picture? Why isn't Rashida Tlaib in this picture? <laughs> this makes me laugh. Uh, Santa Saeed tweeted out, this is embarrassing, CNN newsroom. While women of color like Maxine Waters, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ilhan Omar put in the work to push for impeachment, it's five white women defined as moderates who get credit for changing history. Uh, These five freshman congressmen uh, changed history. That that was the slug line from uh, CNN. These five freshman congresswomen changed history by becoming unlikely leaders on impeachment. Hmm. How dare they? How dare they? That's fun. I mean, seriously, if you're going to talk about people who've been leading the charge, it's, it kind of isn't these five, right? I think they're onto something here. Why yep. why don't they have the radicals? Yep, pictured. Yep. It's it's fun how you know folks like CNN and and far left media types um, will be the first to call out some sort of discrepancy like this if they see it anywhere but right in front of them in their own newsrooms. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, it. it is. Uh, Brandon Friedman tweeted out, "So ridiculous. Here are better impeachment headline ideas. <laughs> Leading the charge: How Maxine Waters and Al Green were so right so early. The Squad." How four freshman congresswomen of color were vindicated after enduring doubts from their own party and vicious abuse from the GOP. Okay, well, that headline's a little wordy, sir. A little bit. But I see what you're going for there. (laughs) Not only the headline, it's the entire story. (laughs) It's like a four-page headline. Uh, But, yeah, they're all up in arms over this. Good. From Rx Bun, uh, in my humble opinion... The squad has been vocal in opposition and has been attacked by f- by 45 personally. Yet, let's talk about these five white women <laughs> who used to be cops and how they're the real trailblazers. Oh. <laughs> so 
so good. And then our friend Morgan Freeman. Is no, this the uh, not the actor, so. right? So, no, no, it's not the actor. No, it's Morgan J. Freeman. Uh, why does CNN love these white women more than the brown and black ones? <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. But uh, is it that big a deal? I mean, I will say it's to them. It you know they do have a point because I mean, if you're talking about leading the charge and changing history. I think the squad has been pretty good at doing that and trying to sabotage the United States of America. If that's your point here, yes, I'll I'll agree with you. This the squad should have been pictured. What if you put all nine of them? What if you put the squad and the other five white women? Oh, are you why, saying that? Why wouldn't you, you do that? Well, I, you're saying that you just can't let the minorities be out there on their own and have the limelight all themselves. <laughs> you gotta sprinkle in the white women too, Pat. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No whites allowed, Pat. That's a good point. Yeah, we don't want any whiteies around, do we? No, we seriously don't. <laughs> I think pretty soon white white people are going to be banned in this country, and we're going to be sent to a white island somewhere where we can all <laughs> white island, a white island, <laughs> the island of whiteness. Oh, it's we're coming! There. Yeah, it's yeah, c- it's coming. Uh huh. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take a minute to tell you about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're selling your home, you need an agent who knows your market, who knows the neighborhoods, knows what you're looking for, and uh, has a marketing plan to help you do this quickly and for the most money. And if you're looking to buy, can get you the best value, the most home for your dollar. That's why uh, Glenn and Tanya started realestateagentsitrust.com because they they couldn't find one of these. So we fully vet all of these agents. There's over 1,000 of them nationwide. Another 5,000 who would like to be on this list, but they're on a waiting list because we've got to keep it manageable so that we can keep track of what's going on and, and the kind of business they're doing with you. Now, these agents have a really high sense of urgency. They'll return your phone calls, not in a matter of hours, but in minutes. They've got real marketing plans. And what I like best is they're fans of the show. So you've got a lot in common with them right from the beginning. And that's important to me if, you know, I'm driving around all these neighborhoods looking at all these homes with somebody. You don't want some psycho with you. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Prince Harry, who is flying all over the world, has renewed his global call for increased climate consciousness in Africa, appealing um, yesterday for more efforts to be made to protect the environment against human greed, apathy, and selfishness. In fact, he's calling for an end now to human greed, apathy, and selfishness. Finally, finally, we've all been just waiting for the word from the Prince of Wales or Sussex or Prince of Liverpool or whatever he's the pretend prince of to show us the way. You know, we've been waiting for him to tell us, when should we stop being greedy? When should I stop my selfishness? He's given us the word now. Okay, so now's the time. So now's the time. Now it's fixed. Thank you, Harry. Thank you for finally speaking out. And letting your feelings be known. 
he has made a plea, you know, many pleas, to joining anti-poaching efforts in uh, in Africa as well. He spoke a day after it was re- after it was revealed a love for international travel by members of the British royal family has placed a huge pressure on UK taxpayer funded police budgets. So the uh, the habits of the royal family to fly all over the world and do whatever they please is is putting an extra burden on the police because their their budgets are affected by this. Uh, Harry said, conservation used to be a specialist area driven by science, but now it's fundamental to our survival, and we must overcome greed, apathy, and selfishness if we're to make real progress. Mm -hmm. This may well sound hippie to some, but we cannot afford to have a them-or-us mentality. Humans and animals and their habitats fundamentally need to coexist, or within, (laughs) here we go, or within the next 10 years... Our problems across the globe will be even more unmanageable. So he didn't actually say that we're gonna the world will end in ten years, but they're all pushing this theme so hard. Why? Because they're trying to freak everybody out into some knee jerk reaction here. And it hasn't been working so far to say that the problem exists, you know, and it's gonna get a lot worse by 2040, 2050. People think, ah, that's too far away. So they've made it much more immediate. And and they they know that they have to create a sense of panic in people to get them to spend $90 trillion on this hoax. Yeah, but the trick is you can't make it too soon out in the future right. because then people will call be, you on you'll your You'll be error. proven wrong. Mm-hmm. Although you won't because you've been proven wrong every single time and nobody mentions it except, you know, us and a few others. <sighs> they get away with it every time. I mean, you've still got people like James Hansen who's been wrong for 40 years, babbling his nonsense. And it's the same nonsense. It's the same, well, it's the same cause, but a completely opposite result. In the 70s, it was, he was literally one of the leading people talking about uh, a new ice age coming. And then, within a few years, the exact same thing, CO2, was going to cause the opposite, global warming. (laughs) I mean, good Golly, how stupid are we? Well, it turns out we're pretty stupid. Oh, a lot no, of, we're definitely stupid. A lot of people have bought into this hook, line, and sinker. Yep. They just, so, again. But it's not like driving policy or causing regulations to alter human behavior. Or, yeah, right. Or raise the cost of goods or taxes going up. At least it's not doing that yet. Uh-huh. And in the past, that was kind of the thing. It was, all right, they're, they're obnoxious, it's irritating, but at least it's not, you know, we're not really taking them seriously. Well, now, people are being taken seriously, and they're starting to change policy. And they're insisting that we fix this non-existent problem. Yeah. Now, now they're in office. Now they're making laws. And now it's going to hurt. I mean, it, it really is. If we start spending ourselves into oblivion, Ah, you talk about, all you talk about is money. How dare you? Exactly, exactly. So if we cave in and start spending trillions of dollars on this, uh, they will cut us down to size, and that's the goal. Bring us down to size so that we equalize ourselves with the rest of the world. Because it's just too hard to bring them up to our level, so we got to come down to theirs. <laughs> and see, really, it's not if you just leave them alone. Right? <laughs> and let them experience the free market system and maybe some freedom 
like we've shown them the way, but they keep going with this parliamentary crap. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, we Thank tried to you. help you, but you just right. wouldn't pay any attention. You're so stubborn. Yeah. Stupid. Man, <laughs> what do we have to do here? Have we not made it pretty clear that we're pretty awesome? <laughs> Did you you just played the Greta clip. Do you want to see the parrot thing or do we want to do that here? Or no? Uh yeah, sure. You know what I'm the talking about? Parrot with the iPad? Yeah, well, yeah. Greta? He, yeah, he opens up the little mm-hmm. case there and yeah. check this out. All right. Look at that. He's like, "What's in here?" Huh? And all you oh, nope. It's <laughs> money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Mm. Oh. And the parrot swore. Yeah. What, what did the parrot say? Yeah. It said the. Was it the F word? The blank. <laughs> like that. Lit- that that parrot's been taught that phrase. Yeah, that parrot's heard that phrase a few times. Apparently, that's fun. And, uh, it's kind of funny that he mm-hmm. just shuts the iPad because he's he's had enough too. He's had enough too. How dare you? And all you about <laughs> is money uh, and fairy money. tales of and fairy tales. eternal economic growth. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> See, I dig that bird. Yeah, I like that. I dig that bird. Like he's, that. He's trying to warn us, and uh, he's having none of it. 888 Well, we wouldn't listen to the warnings, and now you know what's happened? What happened? 315 billion tons of an iceberg broke off in Antarctica, and it's now... No way. Yeah, just broke right off. Don't we look the fool? Don't we, though? Wow. It's a climate crisis. Obviously. Yep. It's climate change. Uh, They've tried to tell us, look, the ice is melting. Now, this isn't melting ice. It's calving ice. Calves. Mm. It breaks off and becomes a calf of the other. See, that's where that phrase comes from. Uh, So, the Amory Ice Shelf in Antarctica Mm -hmm. just produced its biggest iceberg in more than 50 years. Oh, no. Now, what happened 50 years ago to cause a bigger one, I I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just know that it was global warming that caused this one. Are you sure? I'm positive. You're positive? Well, yeah. I'm going to read you the facts here. Okay, let's hear the facts. Uh, The calved block covers, get this, 1,636 square kilometers in area. That could be an inch and a half. Mm-hmm. It'd be seven million miles. There's no, no way one to knows. know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, they say though it's a little smaller than Scotland's Isle of Skye. Oh yeah, the Isle of Skye. Yeah. So familiar with that reference. <clears throat> <laughs> In fact, as I saw the picture of the iceberg break it off, I thought, you know what? That looks about the size of the Isle, the Isle, Isle of Skye. Sky, yeah. Right there. Looks a lot the, like the that. Shape and everything. I almost said it, and uh... you should have. <laughs> Probably should have. Because then I would have been like, oh, I see it now. Yes. So they're calling it uh, D28, which is really catchy. The iceberg itself is now named D28. Oh, come on. You got to give it a... You got to give it a nice name. No, you, know, you can't like, get any better than that. That's as creative. Yeah, as it you is. probably don't want to get gender specific no, with your you iceberg don't. name. So D twenty eight, it is. So the scale of the berg means it will have to be monitored and tracked because it could be it could pose you know a hazard to shipping. Obviously. Right. Really? <clears throat> you don't want another Titanic situation. L- look at what we've done with our global warming. We have caused um, dangerous icebergs to float away and possibly wreck large ships. Yep. Not since the early sixties. Has Amory calved a bigger iceberg? Mm-hmm. Now that one was a whopping nine thousand square kilometers. That's what, like eight times the size of this. Mm. 
And that, wow. that one's just the size of Scotland itself, I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So the Amory Shelf is the third largest in Antarctica, and it's a key drainage channel uh, for the east of the continent. Mm. Now, you go down to the 13th paragraph okay. in this article, which, you know, is warning us about, okay, we tried to tell you, and now look it. Here's this massive body of ice floating around. <laughs> we tried to tell you this wouldn't have happened. Well, then you find out the Scripps researchers stressed that there is no link between this event and climate change. Satellite data since ni- the 1990s has shown that Amory is roughly in balance with its surroundings. I mean, says you, but what's your source on this? What is your source, Pat? What's your source? Hmm? Uh, the, the satellite data mm-hmm. and the Scripps research. Probably some far right-wing mm-hmm. uh, news source. Who who printed it? No, gonna, who did the who well, did this look, article? Let me what look. What right wing conspiracy okay, theory right. website do we have going here you're as a right. source? The BBC, the uh, British ha, Broadcasting yep. Company. It doesn't get any more right wing than that. You <laughs> I mean, ain't kidding. You know that's about as right as you're gonna get. <laughs> that's okay. so great uh-huh. because all of this hysteria and then. Buried deep in the article. Oh, by the way, this has nothing to do with climate change. This happens all the time. Don't even panic. Yeah. Although we made you panic with the first 12 paragraphs. Yeah, we need you to read the headline. And yeah. then just, and go, then just and go away. Run and talk to your friends and scare them too. Which I'll bet that happens 80 or 90% oh, of the time. Absolutely. Easy. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's seriously, it's agonizing how they get away with this all the time. But we're the fear mongers. Again, it's always the right who is fear mongering, trying to scare people, trying to freak people out for their own agenda. Really? Jeez. <laughs> okay. Uh, 888-933-93. Another story I absolutely love coming from our friends on the left and the city of Portland. Portland is becoming, I don't know, they're like the new San Francisco, really. Um Becoming or I think they are. I think they're there. Yeah, I think they're really there. San Francisco now jealous of Portland for how far left and chaotic they are. For for how ridiculous they are, they just banned in their brand new city building that they that they remodeled. They banned urinals. What? Yeah, in the bathroom, no urinals are allowed. Why? Because they want to remove arbitrary barriers in their community. Arbitrary barrier. Arbitrary barrier. Wait, is this like a gender uh, non-specific thing? Or uh-huh. A, okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, so let's look up the definition of arbitrary. Okay. Based on random choice or personal whim. So if I go to a urinal, yeah, I'm doing that just based on a personal whim. I don't have any equipment that dictates that that's what I use because there's no biology here. There's no science that differentiates. I just happen to make a random choice based on my whims. So every (laughs) guy in these buildings in Portland now will be peeing all over the seat is what's going to happen. Yeah, and I guess what this is so that a biological woman – who identifies as a man, can go in there and doesn't have to say, oh, I can't use mm-hmm. that because my equipment's different. And then they'll feel badly. 
Is that, this is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. And we've seen some pretty ridiculous stuff. Uh, Chief Administrative Officer Tom Reinhart emailed employees last last February saying, we will continue to have gender-specific uh, multi-stall restrooms that are readily available, but there will be no urinals in any restroom in the building. <laughs> okay. All right. Your taxpayer dollars at uh-huh. work. I am convinced that this is the right way to ensure success as your employer. Remove arbitrary barriers... <laughs> In our community. Why do they even have gender-specific bathrooms? <laughs> I don't... I mean, seriously. I don't know. I don't know. Why, why? How exclusionary, Portland. Hmm. This is asinine. This is like... This borders on um, mental illness. It, it doesn't border on. It is mental illness. I mean, you've gone absolutely stark raving mad when you're starting to remove arbitrary barriers like a urinal. <laughs> I want to know how much all this costs, all these so refurbing all these bathrooms. Oh, well, I can tell you. 195000 No, it's... Wow. The building remodel itself. So not just the urinal, but the remodel itself was $195 million. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Sean Perry who tweets: This is my first time seeing the new set. Where have you been? Wow! Right? How long have we had this? Uh, Just the third week or something? Oh no! This is before Labor Day. This is about right a month. That's a month. month. It's over a month. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where have you been, sir? Wow, that's uh, really hurtful. I'm watching Pat and Keith. On a split screen, how far away is Keith actually from Pat? Oh, gosh. Metric answers will be discarded because there's just no way to know how far that really is. What a good seven uh, miles? Um, yeah. And no, it's about seven kilometers. Seven. It's about seven kilometers between us. I'm so. going to have to agree with that because mm-hmm. I don't know, don't know if it is or isn't seven kilometers. Know. To put it in American, uh, our desk edges are maybe a foot apart, but I bet we're... Five or six feet, seven feet apart, actually, to put it in American for you, Sean. Still too close. Oh, by far, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Kristen tweets, congrats to the blaze. POTUS retweeted you. Oh, wow. What? Really? That's Donald cool. Trump retweeted the blaze? That's pretty cool. How uh, long before he starts tweeting Pat Gray Unleashed clips? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's, let's hope it's... <laughs> Really soon. I'm sure that's going to happen really super soon. <laughs> I think he's probably head over heels in love with me, fact is. Cause, really? Oh, yeah. Why yeah. do you why do you get that uh, <laughs> inference there? Because have I not been the best friend of this president ever? And of course, the answer is no. I mean, we call it like we see it, so he's not going to like us, right? I mean, because in order to be, <laughs> you've got to pretty much agree. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pretty much agree on everything. I'm looking to see what he retweeted, but I don't see it. You don't see it yet? Yeah, I'm not, no, we'll look. I'm not good at Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Linda in Utah. Hey, Linda, you're on the blaze. Hey, hey. First of all, I, uh, he, she, me. Oh, thank you, Linda. Thank all right. you. Well Nicely done. done. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I wanted to thank you for keeping me from jumping off the cliff 
crisp like a lemon. <laughs> I mean, okay. And um, I know how we, I know how we can save the world. And so, what we need to do is like Superman. We need to like everybody run the opposite way <laughs> and change the world. Good. Um, so it starts spinning yeah. backward in time. Good. Yeah. I like yeah, that. We go back in time and save the world. Right. Hashtag run the other way. <laughs> Hashtag run the other way. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Linda. Appreciate that. I wonder how far back in time you would <laughs> have to go to, go, to yeah. fix everything. Uh-huh. Nah, it's got to be. Oof. Wow. I mean. I think we're going would back. 20 years do it? No. No. I don't think so. With 30, 40, mm. 50. But then you start getting back into pre-civil rights era and uh-huh. you can't have that yeah. so i don't know that's there is no perfect era in america no perfect time but i'll tell you one thing we're better than any country that's ever come along before or since so there put that in your pipe and definitely smoke that definitely definitely mm-hmm. uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three we also have this tweet from kara 3022 uh who tweets wait a minute we can label a five-year-old. This was from uh, yesterday's sexual predator story oh, on yeah. the five-year-old yeah. who hugged and kissed on the che- hugged one student, kissed another on the cheek, and was labeled by the school a sexual predator, which yep. will be on his record uh, for his life. So we can label a five-year-old autistic child a sexual predator for hugging and kissing another child, but sixteen-year-old autistic climate change poster girl Greta Thunberg is off limits for simple criticism. Yes, or, <laughs> or you know, not even criticizing her personally, but what she is saying. I mean, that is politically charged stuff. And when you get into the political arena, I mean, we have to talk about your, your message at least. Uh, and I, you know, you got to admire her for being uh, concerned enough. Um, I mean, of course, she's concerned. She's been propagandized to the point where she's practically uh, catatonic over what she thinks is happening to the planet. So somebody's done a really good job indoctrinating her. But she's taking action because of that indoctrination. So you have to admire that. It's just that the message is so wrong. Has she gone home yet? No, I don't think so. Uh -uh. She's not like sailing like with an oar yet? Not that I know of. No. Mm -mm. Hmm. I mean, there's going to be, if, even if she did that, there's a lot of breathing, exhaling, <laughs> which, which is spewing CO2 back into the atmosphere. How dare she? I know. I know. How dare you? Exactly right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's just, it's so, uh, it's hard to get a, an actual grip on all this climate change stuff because... We've gone so far downhill from where we used to be on this. It used to be that people just kind of let it roll off their back. It was water off a duck's back. Okay, climate change, right? Okay. Well, now it is stuck with this uh, millennial generation, and they have been nicely indoctrinated to the fact where they're starting to believe all this stuff. And then you look back on some of the things that have been said in the past, and they're coming back to uh, haunt us now in the present. Like this. A wonderful little uh, statement from Ted Turner. I I don't remember who he was being interviewed by. Mm. Uh, We'll see here, I'm sure. But do you remember when Ted Turner was talking about how, and I think this was in 2000, 
2004, 2005, in there in that neighborhood somewhere, uh, early 2000s. Oh eight, actually. Oh eight, mistaken. Yeah, but uh, yeah, with all the hysteria going on, you know, Chris Brady, uh, uh, part of the blaze here, thought you know you can he can never get enough of this video of Ted mm. Turner, uh, because you know cannibalism well, stories cannibalism, are yes. popping up all over the place. Right. And here's this was <laughs> well, the first time I heard of catastrophic. it. Catastrophic. We'll have eight degrees. We'll be eight degrees hotter. In 10, not 10, but in 30 or 40 years, and no. basically none of the crops will grow. Most of the people will have died, and the rest of us will be cannibals. Civilization <laughs> will have broken down. What the wow. few people are left will be living in a, in, in a failed mm. state like Somalia or Sudan, and, and living conditions will be intolerable. The droughts will be so bad. Be no more so don't even have any tanks. They don't have a headquarters. They don't mm. have a Pentagon. Yeah, have a we of, don't even know they, they have, have a any lot of roadside bombs that well, kill a lot of right. Americans. That's exactly right. And where, okay. they, and where do you think they come from? from? Uh, they, 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 I think that they're patriots and that they don't like us because Ooh. we've invaded their country and occupied it. I think, I think if, the they were, I think if the Iraqis were in Washington, D.C., we'd be doing the same thing. Well, nobody we'd be likes bombing them, no, too. Uh, nobody uh, wants nobody to be in Wow, getting some pushback. Mm-hmm. Charlie Rose there. From Charlie Rose. Not on the cannibalism thing, apparently, because, okay, there, there was a lot there. First of all, in 10 years is where he started. We're going to be 8 degrees. Well, it's, we're already 11 years beyond that. Yeah, this is 08. Yep. We're going to be 8 degrees hotter. No? Okay, got that wrong. Uh, Did he change that, though? He changed it to 30 or 40 years. Oh, okay. Which means... We you should know, still be in, a couple degrees warmer yeah, by now. In 19 years, we should be... We got another 7 degrees to go. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, there will be no crops growing. Most of the people will have died. And those who are still alive, not only do they live in a failed state like Somalia, uh, but they're also cannibals. <laughs> okay. I'm starving right. to death at that point. Oh, uh, me too. Come on. Me too. Uh, you'd be surprised what you'll eat if you're hungry enough. Nope. <laughs> uh, you'll eat sticks if you're hungry enough. Not accurate. So, wow, crazy. I mean, that's just, that's really insane. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Riduzone. Since we're not cannibals, uh, and we do have things to eat, and that seems to be the case for the foreseeable future. In fact, we eat so much that we eat too much now. And that's because we've got, uh, we do have a molecule inside of us called OEA that sends a signal to our brain that we're full. It just, it's not strong enough for most of us. And so our brains, being wired for survival, continue to tell our bodies to eat more, to gain more calories and fuel. Well, Riduzone is made of OEA, so that strengthens that signal to your brain that you're full and you stop eating quicker. Plus, it kicks your metabolism into gear so that you burn fat quicker. It's a safe, vegetarian, gluten-free supplement. Just tells your body, stop eating so do that. Use the promo code PAT at riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Zone.com, and uh, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. To order, just go to riduzone.com, riduzone.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay. 
Well, the president keeps moving things to uh, phone calls to a, to a separate server. Uh, we know that's part of the big problem. Uh, we know that's part of what is kicking this further investigation into gear. He actually he moved a bunch of uh, transcripts to another server. And so, uh, wow, that just shows us what what a uh, scofflaw this guy is. Yeah. I mean, he just can't obey Have the, the vote today in the House. So former National Security Advisor Susan Rice was slamming him for storing these conversations on a uh, top-secret server. She was speaking at the Texas Tribune Festival. She tore into the Trump administration for unprecedented actions, claiming officials have attempted to bury information. What the Trump administration did, instead of storing it in the system, which is protected and classified, even though there was no classified substance in that actual discussion, Instead of putting it where it normally resides, they hit it on a very highly sensitive, highly compartmented server that very few people in the U.S. government have access to in order to bury it. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Then she was asked by the moderator how often the Obama administration did what she is criticizing Trump for doing. Oh, well, we didn't didn't do that unless uh, they were legitimately... You know, in the contents, uh, cl- classified. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, okay. So they did do it when they deemed it classified. Wow. Who's deeming it classified? Yeah, uh, Obama. <laughs> so where are those documents now, and can we see those? No kidding. That's what I want to know. Oh, uh, wouldn't you love to? What would you put on the server, huh? If we're going to open this up, let's open it up. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see. I want to know... What Barack Obama said to Vladimir Putin when he was talking to Medvedev and said, hey, uh, tell, tell uh, Vlad that we're gonna have a, I'm going to have a lot more leeway after the election's done, you know, so I don't lose the election doing something that the American people are pissed off. I can do anything I want after the I mean, this is basically what he said. I can do anything I want after the election. I will transmit that to Vladimir. Okay. Yeah, do that. Wouldn't you love to hear what that conversation was yeah, like? Yeah, and I love how the left is constantly calling Trump an agent of the Russians, Vladimir Putin's buddy. I Hello? You've got Obama on tape yeah. making it sound just like what you're accusing Trump of. Goodness. Way worse. Mm-hmm. Way worse, I think. Again, because he was talking about missile defense systems at the time. Wow. And how they're arranged in, in Europe. Well, yeah, t- tell Vlad, I'll, we'll deal with that after the election. I'll do what he wants me to do then. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you're saying? Yep. Essentially, that's what you're saying. Meanwhile, Joe Biden has sent letters to TV networks. This is really weird stuff. He's demanding that they not let Rudy Giuliani on to discuss the Ukraine scandal. Uh, he contacted executives at ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, and Fox on Sunday and demanded that they no longer book Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani on their networks. Who are you? (laughs) Because Biden does not want the attorney to talk about the allegations surrounding uh, his little corruption scandal with his son. We're writing today with grave concern that you continue to book Rudy Giuliani on your air to spread false, debunked conspiracy theories on behalf of Donald Trump. They are far from debunked. They are not even close 
to being debunked, and they're not conspiracy theories. Giving Rudy Giuliani valuable time on your air to push these lies in the first place is a disservice to your audience and a disservice to journalism. Thank you for being concerned. We're going to do what we feel is best for our network. (laughs) Shut up. While you often fact-check his statements in real time during your discussions, that's no longer enough. By giving your airtime, you are allowing him to introduce increasingly unhinged, unfounded, and desperate lies into the national conversation. Yeah, according to you, when everybody knows these are well-founded accusations, and certainly not disproven, like he continues to claim. Giuliani tweeted out a copy of the letter. The Bidens are clearly rattled by the affidavit showing there is a named accuser and not an anonymous source who's ready to testify. Reminds me of the reaction to corrupt polls of the 70s and 80s. They have their dem media trying to destroy my reputation and silence me. I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that. A presidential candidate telling the networks who they can have and who who they can not have on their airwaves? (laughs) <laughs> wow. If that was Trump saying, I don't want any of these lunatics on uh, on your shows anymore. Right. What would they be saying about him right now? They'd be calling him a fascist. Yep. Uh, a Nazi. It'd be a pressure. You're shutting down free speech. Jeez. All right. Uh, let's go to um, Kamala Harris. Because she is in there pitching for Joe as well. This is really <laughs> this is tender and touching. Oh, okay. Uh, she wants she wants people to leave Joe alone. If you're elected president, would you allow the son or daughter of your vice president to serve on the board of an oil company uh, outside this country? Probably not. But I think that the problem that we've got again with mm-hmm. um, with this issue is that it's a distraction from the fact. Right. That look, yeah. as far that, as I'm look. concerned, leave Joe Biden alone. Just leave really? him alone. Really? On this issue of what this president has done that has been about corrupting America's democracy, Uh being in cahoots with a foreign leader to yet again try and manipulate the election of the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. Bad judgment, though. I'm I'm not going to be distracted by what this president is trying to play, which is a game because he knows that he is actually probably Uh um, looking at an indictment and is trying to then um, distract from, from the realities of his behaviors that have been vi- in violation of our moral, our ethical, and probably mm. our legal rules and wow. rights. Wow. All right, let me see if I, I have this straight. Leave Joe Biden alone mm-hmm. on the situation where it looks like a vice president threatening to withhold over a billion dollars to uh, in aid to a nation if they didn't fire their prosecutor looking into his son's business dealings in their country. Okay, leave him alone on that. Yep. But on a on a busing issue 50 years ago, I should really be concerned about that, right? Because you're that little girl who he was uh, trying to keep from being bussed into a nice school. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, you sp- she spent a month on that accusation. Hammering him over and over and over about it. I have a theory on this. Okay. Uh huh. So she was going after Joe Biden so that she could become the Democratic frontrunner. 
mm-hmm. she realizes that she's not going to win. She's not going to get up to the top. And perhaps now she's angling for vice president. She's exactly right, because she knows yep. there's no way that an Elizabeth Warren is going to choose a second female on the ticket. Mm-hmm. But a Joe Biden, yep. now she needs to prop him up, because she can't get mm-hmm. up there on her own. After she was the one to initially attack him. I mean, viciously. And it was the whole segregation thing. She kept pushing that yep. over and over and over. He's a racist, because he, he's... Propping up these segregation guys. She gambled and she lost, and now she's trying to get in his favor because that's the only way she's going to get into the. So leave poor Joe alone. Mm-hmm. You know, on all he did was uh, demand that a foreign power fire one of their <laughs> top officials. Leave him alone because that official was looking into his son's business dealings in their nation. Just, Don't worry about yeah, that. Let, let Joe be Joe. Ah, that's his middle class Joe being Joe. That's all that is. Leave him alone. Wow. You're right. Yep. She's angling for vice president. Mm. As she continues to slide in the polls. I mean, she slipped like eight or nine points in the last month or two. 888 More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. Hillary's superiority complex uh, tweets. Did did you two individuals just clap at Linda? Her she said she sensory overload could have spiraled into oblivion. How much hate do you have to monger in? Uh, a lot, apparently. Wow, yeah, apparently a lot. That was oversight by us. Moody Tiffany. So the president just retweeted a, a blaze link, but will the POTUS? Retweet any of Keith's cute animal videos. Oh. I guess we'll I see. I got to get on that. Yeah. Find him something to retweet. From Jeffy's missing OEA. <laughs> According to the experts, the earth should have been destroyed at least three times that I can remember in my 33 years on this doomed planet. Right. And that's why it's a great thing, apparently, that we uh, <laughs> we just discovered another planet. Big, massive thing that shouldn't exist, they say. It's called... Um, GJ thirty five twelve B, another uh, just terrific name that rolls right off the tongue. So creative! I don't know where they come up with GJ thirty five twelve B. Is that a catchy name or what? That is so catchy. I don't know why they name it after the guy who saw it first. Right, and then then we're done. They're done. Or you know, go back to the you know. Roman gods to name them after something because it's better than GJ thirty five twelve B. That's like a public school in New York. Yeah, I went mm-hmm. to PS two four seven eight, which stands for the two hundred and forty, the two thousand four hundred and seventy eighth public school in New York. Are there not enough Creative. famous New Yorkers? I think from that neighborhood I, I should be, or just randomly pick the family that's been there the longest and name it after them. I don't know. Bob, it's Bob's school. It's better than PS twenty eight forty nine. Bob's school. All right. Uh, anyway, this is a planet roughly two hundred eighty four trillion kilometers from Earth. Now, is that a lot? I don't know. Again, it's in kilometers. Nobody knows. That could be five miles from Earth. Mm-hmm. It probably is. or it could be five hundred trillion miles from Earth. No, I think your first guess know. was closer. Five miles? Yeah, five miles. Okay. It's just, I mean, we can get there. 
284 trillion kilometers. Seriously, that's... <laughs> we can see something? That's amazing. And they say it's gigantic. It's so in, it's so gigantic, it shouldn't exist. At least according to the currently held ideas about planets and how they form. Now, wait a minute. I thought that science was settled. I thought we knew how planets and stars were formed. I, I thought we figured out all this Big Bang stuff and, the, you know, the gases collect and where they collect and then the orbits are affected and the, all of that stuff. All that stuff. I thought that was settled science, and now you're telling me you don't know? Huh. Wow. Well, that throws into question just about everything I've ever heard from you people. The confusion around GJ3512b and how large it is compared to the star it orbits, which is an M-type red dwarf. Sure. This kind of star is really is pretty small. It's uh, traditionally about one-fifth the size of our sun. And up to 50 times dimmer. So, uh, just to compare, our sun weighs, and I don't know who put our sun on a scale, but I think that had to be a difficult task. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize anybody got close enough to put a a weight scale underneath the sun. I would have liked to have been there that day. I know, me too. (laughs) Why didn't they televise that? Oh, no! Our sun weighs... And this is a scale that's pretty impressive to go up to this kind of tonnage. Yeah. Our sun weighs roughly 333,000 times more than the Earth. Didn't even melt the scale either. No, no, because you could read it, obviously. Somebody read it. Yeah, it's 333,000 times heavier than the Earth, which I weighed just last week. GJ3512B's <laughs> uh, star is only 270 times more than Earth. Wow. Jupiter, the largest planet in our solar system, weighs around 1,047 times less than the sun. So does that give you the idea? This is a big planet, and it shouldn't be where it is. And uh, scientists can't figure that out. So maybe they don't know everything they think they know, and maybe it's okay to doubt them from time to time. I don't know. In that same story, the uh, iceberg one. There was something that in there. There was another paragraph where the scientists said they were surprised by um, something that 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 was happening up there on that iceberg. Um, what I thought? Wait, I thought scientists knew everything. Yeah. What do you mean you're surprised? There should be no surprises. Everything is settled, man. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! Did you see how far did you say that planet was? Two hundred and two hundred eighty four trillion kilometers. Ah, it's just just so. one hundred seventy six trillion miles. So it's like right there. <laughs> We can get there tomorrow. It's just around the corner. Mm-hmm. That's right around the corner. 176 trillion miles. Yeah. Trillion. If I counted Jeez. all my zeros, right? Wow, that's a lot. That's that's kind of far. That would take a little while to get there. Yep. Especially at uh, 20,000 miles an hour. <laughs> take about 100 billion years or something to that effect. Uh, so, yeah, we're probably never going to wind up there. So we better take care of this planet, okay? We better listen to them on everything they're saying, because obviously everything they say is true. What Greta wants. Obviously, yeah. Greta gets. That's right. Okay. How dare you? Say that like you mean it. What Greta wants, Greta gets. How dare you? She didn't like it. Didn't like it. <sighs> what Greta wants, Greta gets. How dare you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Also, uh, NASA uh, spotted a rare sight, a black hole absolutely shredding a star. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, do we have a photo of that? We sure do. Let's Look, okay. check that out. There it is. Now, that's the... Uh, that's okay. That's not exactly... Now, that's the... Um, Dylan, chime in whenever you can. Okay, okay that's, that's the That's real the original one. black star there. Okay. And where's the picture of the... Of the uh, it was that was that the one? Oh, there it is. There, that's what I'm looking for. Look at that thing. That is wicked. That's cool. That's not a real picture, though. What? No, that's not a real picture. Well, then I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> you really think that? Well, <laughs> you mean the first one is the is the actual one? I don't think any of them. Maybe none of them are real. Yeah. What? Yeah, they're that, not real. Wait, the black star thing. That was like a big deal a few months ago when they were like, oh, my gosh, this girl took a picture or something. The girl took a picture? <laughs> Dylan, this there's a to- microphone in there. Make use of it, please. <laughs> what? The, I remember that? And everyone was like, oh, my goodness. It's like the first picture we've ever gotten of one. Yeah, but I don't think it was just some girl that took a picture of it. Was it? Dylan? Dylan? I'm in. Where's Dylan? Uh, no, it was a teen that took a picture. It was a teen that took the picture of the black hole? Oh, I need headphones. Yeah, you need to turn it Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was. Ah, so okay. look. So now, some, some teenage yeah, girl. Yeah, so now that we settled that, we can move on. All right. <laughs> yeah, but none of these are... Yeah, but we move, we move on though. Now. I, I would Same. love to see a shredded star, uh, you know, being eaten by a black hole. Wouldn't that be cool? That Why don't we cool. have the actual photograph of it? Yeah, I think that's what that that, that first one was that Rob put up. I don't think I just, any of them. Were. I was a science denier at the at the moment because it didn't look cool enough for me. And I was like, well, I wouldn't have been in the prep if I thought it was just a lame picture like that. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it's in there is because I thought it was the cool one. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred. Thirty-three ninety-three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, got a bunch of stories about how much uh, New York sucks, and it starts with this. Uh, <laughs> the New York City restaurants right now are struggling mightily with the mandatory fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. They passed. Seen that coming? Nobody, nobody could have seen it coming. On December thirty-first, twenty eighteen, a new law went into effect mandating. The hourly pay for workers at fast food and retail companies go from 13 an hour to 15 per hour. The city's ahead of the rest of the state on that issue. New York as a whole is going to do this gradually, but New York just jumped there. They just went. Now, that's $2 an hour raise, which is nice, but if you're making 15 bucks an hour in New York City, I'm sorry, that's not a livable wage either. So if you want to raise it to a... A livable wage in the city of New York, what would they have, 50 bucks an hour? I mean, <laughs> you you really have to Seriously. you really have to strap these restaurants. Hopefully, see the whole the whole deal, the whole theory behind the minimum wage is that that's that's where teenagers start. That's where you enter the workforce. You don't stay there when you're trying to support a family. That's not what the minimum wage is for. The minimum wage is for people with minimum experience. Not for people who are, you know, supporting their life. And this is where we're going to be. And this is what I aspire to be. Yeah, I want to be this waiter at this restaurant for the rest of my life. That's probably not going to happen for most people. Uh, Now, by January 16th, CBS News was already reporting. This was back in January. (laughs) That, because of the $15 an hour... Restaurants started cutting staff hours because they couldn't afford to pay them 15 bucks an hour for the hours they were making. 
<laughs> Who could have seen that coming? Right. No one. No one could have. At least some restaurants are still feeling the pain from the new uh, cost. The New York Post reported mom-and-pop restaurants like Gabriella's Restaurant and Tequila Bar on the Upper West Side are closing. We started by having to let go of the ladies who handmade our tortillas. Uh, it's certainly better when you can make your tortillas fresh for every taco. According to uh, Nat Milner, who owns Gabriella's, it made sense at 8 bucks an hour. It doesn't make sense at 15 The New York City Hospitality Alliance reported that 87.3% of those surveyed said they would have to increase menu prices this year to reduce costs in response to mandated wage increases. Well, who saw that coming? Mm -hmm. You're going to have to pay a lot more for what you're buying then. Oh, no, you won't. They'll just eat that cost. (laughs) Will they? Uh, And go out of business? I don't think so. More than three-quarters of respondents said they had already had to reduce hours for employees due to prior wage increases before the $15 wage rule took effect. And 74.5% said they planned to reduce hours after it was in place. Wow. Worse, 47.1% of the respondents said they would have to make they would have to permanently fire workers because of the increase. Well, okay, there you go. You got what you wanted. You got the $15 an hour. How's that working out for you? Wow, wow. It's insanity. Wow. I mean, it's it is so easy to predict these con- they're not un they're not unintended consequences because you know going in this is exactly what's going to happen. And you know that only because it happens every time. And if you're a municipality or state that's considering this, uh, why don't you take a look at what's happening in New York where they've already implemented it for you and shown that it fails? Uh, Idiots! It's hurting the very people it's supposed to help because they're being laid off yeah. and let go. Yeah. So rather than making the 13 bucks an hour they were making, now they're making zero. Is that better? Yeah, and I think Denver, Colorado is the latest city to uh, try to go down this road. They're they're considering uh, going to, I think, fifteen eighty seven an hour minimum wage in the city limits. Jeez. Somebody needs to get a hold of them and send them this story from New York. It's really too bad. Would that even make a difference? Be like, oh, we can do it here. That's in New York. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't implement it properly. Okay. Every time. It's like, I, I, we could do socialism here. It's not being done right in we, Venezuela. <laughs> we just had a story out failed in <clears throat> Seattle, too. Yes. It fails everywhere. It fails everywhere. Stop. Yes. Are we ever going to learn this lesson? No. I think Texas has learned the lesson. I hope. Uh, but as soon as we go blue, <laughs> we won't know that lesson anymore. Is there a threat that we're going to go oh, man. blue? Everybody what? says we're getting close. Everybody <laughs> says it's purple already. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi said that uh, that's their goal. That is their goal, to turn Texas blue. That would be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. As we all know, that would be absolute They're catastrophe. Focus efforts. They now view Texas Jeez. as a swing state. All right, let me take a minute to tell you about iTarget Pro because this is a great system. If you want to get proficient with your gun, maybe you're not as good a shooter as you'd like to be. This gives you target practice that you can do right in your own home. You don't even have to go to the range. So convenient and so much less expensive because you don't pay the range fee and you don't pay for all of the ammo that you would use at the range. Instead, this is the first dry fire training system to combine smartphone technology 
with the industry's best laser bullet. So you take a caliber-specific laser bullet, you put it in your gun, and that shows you where your the laser shows you where your where your shots land on the target, so you know how well you're doing. It's just a fantastic system. And right now, you can get 10% off, plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. Train for 30 days, risk-free. If you don't love it, just send it back and you'll get your money back. The world has gone crazy. It's up to us to protect ourselves and our family. And you're going to save a ton of money on ammo along the way. Go to itargetpro.com, letter I, then targetpro.com, offer code PAT. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, Hillary Kennedy, host of the 4-Minute Blaze. You'll be talking about Buzz. Uh, 4-Minute Buzz, right? 4-Minute Blaze. 4-Minute Buzz coming up. Um, and we're going to be talking about something surprising that Keith somehow stumbled on regarding Hillary. <laughs> you and maybe this isn't guess. news to the world, but it was news to me. And I uh, thought we would have her in here to talk about it and also celebrate uh, the beginning of uh, the fall season, really. It's October 1st. Mm-hmm. And so she's going to bring us in some... Uh, Pumpkin spice treats. <laughs> Looking forward to the free food. Because <laughs> we're feeling like teen girls right now, and, and we love pump, pump, pumpkin spice, right? Pumpkin spice. We, we love pumpkin spice Anything. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said free food, Pat. Uh, okay. I believe is what I said. I'm willing to eat free food, as I think you are well aware. Uh-huh. Uh, also, the M1 ball is coming up. It takes place Saturday, October 26th. That's... Uh, Right around a month earlier than we normally do this, there's going to be a delicious catered dinner. There's live music. There's a live and silent auction. Plus, you could participate in the grand prize drawing for the 2019 Mercedes-Benz A-Class. This is a, uh, I think it's the brand new Mercedes A-Class, and it is a great, great car. Wow, three weeks from Saturday and one ball. Wow. Getting here fast. So a hundred bucks gets you into this thing, and you might win this Mercedes, which is worth I don't know thirty five, forty thousand dollars, whatever. And there's a pretty darn good chance right now when you jump into this thing. It's not like a one in two hundred million chance that you win this thing, like most most drawings. Uh, this would be a one in I don't know. I think it was one in four thousand some last year, which mm. is pretty good odds for a hundred bucks to to drive away in a Mercedes. So uh, go to mercuryone.org, check out all the details, mercuryone.org slash m1ball, and you can get all the And details. you don't have to be present to win, correct? Yeah, which is so kind of important. Because you, you can feel pretty good about entering in you know, Maine. Mm-hmm. E- even if you can't be here, you can come down and get the car. There you go. Uh, after you win it. All right, Larry in Oklahoma, uh, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How you hey, doing this morning? Doing well. I may, maybe shouldn't use my real name because I could be a whistleblower on Google. Oh, wow. But uh, mm-hmm. I had a serious thought yesterday. I was shocked by that. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was wondering where all the measuring stations are for global warming, tracking the temperatures mm-hmm. around the world. So, of course, I asked Google. And there were a lot of weird things came up. But at the very bottom, where they suggest other questions or what other people have asked, mm-hmm. there was a question. How much has temperature gone up in the past 100 years? I was curious. I clicked on it. The answer came back 0.23 degrees. Like, wow. <laughs> that's kind of low, it seems. Uh, yeah, that's even lower years, than we've yeah. been saying. Hey, 
the next, there was another question huh. there. It said, how much did the temperature go up in 2018? Okay. It said 2.4, 2.4 degrees. What? What? That's exactly it. That's what I said. <laughs> what? You're right. I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have your little sidekick there. Look it up on Google. And uh, it was nuts. And the source on both of those yeah. was NASA. NASA. I see this. NASA. Wow. <laughs> Okay, hey, so you, so in a hundred years it went up. In a hundred years it went up point two three degrees, but last year was the number. It went up two point four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know <laughs> math is hard, but yeah. those boys at NASA ain't strapping me in those spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> Not with those numbers, no. All right, thanks, Larry. That's the sad thing about NASA; it's become a global warming agency. It, I mean, that's pathetic. So you're seeing the same information? Yeah. Yep. 0.23 and 2.4. <laughs> it's just asinine. So what do you believe then? Well, either it's gone up 2. Point, or 0.23 degrees in 100 years, or we are we should be in a panic if it went up 2 degrees in one year. That, that would be a little shocking. So I'm seeing 1.5 <clears throat> degrees from 1951 to 1980, but then I'm also seeing the 0.23 in a hundred? Yeah. What is hmm. this? This is fun stuff here. Yeah, we'll have good to find. investigate that afterwards. Um, meanwhile, Chucky Schumer is uh, telling Donald Trump not to let the impeachment talk derail gun control legislation. <laughs> Thank you, Chucky, for that nice reminder. That's great. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're getting a little lost on the gun control thing, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chuck Schumer said growing impeachment debates on Capitol Hill shouldn't stall long-sought legislation seeking background checks for gun purchases, nor keep President Trump from backing the measure. (laughs) Schumer, uh, speaking at his Manhattan office, called on Trump to prove to the American people that he can still govern and is not consumed (laughs) by Democrats' push to impeach him. I mean, Chuck, you're placing a call out to the wrong person. Wow. You need to be calling your buddy Nancy. (laughs) Amidst the impeachment inquiry, the gears of government can still move. Anyone who suggests otherwise is advancing a false narrative. (laughs) This is so funny. Hey, we can impeach you, but you can still vote our way on the gun legislation. Come on. We can't stand your guts, and we think you're illegitimate, and you don't deserve to be in office, and we're going to do everything we can to get you out. But in the meantime, since you are the president, can you do this gun control thing for us? We hate you more than poison, and we think you're an evil bastard, but please, you know, don't let that bother you from supporting our gun control legislation. Wow. (laughs) That, wow. The unmitigated gall of these people is just, it's absolutely astounding. <laughs> We're telling you about the, the Texas turning blue thing. Uh, Speaker Pelosi told a crowd Saturday that Texas is a top tar- target for Democrats. In 2020? Uh, she said at the Tribune Fest, hosted by the Texas Tribune, she agreed with Democrat Congressional Campaign Committee Chairman, or Chairwoman, uh, Sherry Bustos' characterization that the state is ground zero for the party. This is it, Pelosi said. Texas is our hope for the future. And I'm not just talking about Democrats. I'm talking about the country and the world. When Texas goes blue, that's going to be very wholesome for our nation. (laughs) Great word choice. It's a beautifully diverse state in every way. Mm -hmm. If Texas goes blue, our country is over. 
Shut it down, y'all. Seriously, it's it's not wholesome for the nation. It would be over for the nation. Yep. Her remarks follow those from Manny Garcia, executive director of the Texas Democrat Party, told The Hill earlier this month that his state would be the top swing state in the nation in 2020. They're already saying it's a go. swing state. Yep. Wow. Uh, well, we'll see. This will be fun. Buckle up. We'll see. Uh, in America, you know, we've got a lot of people in a lot of pain. I'm sure all over the world they do, but, uh, you know, because we're so evil here in the United States, <laughs> uh, we probably have more people. It concentrates on evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a lot of that pain is caused by inflammation. So if you're dealing with it every day and you don't want to and you've tried so many things that just don't work for you, give Relief Factor a try. This might be the key to giving you your life back. There's a three-week quick start. It's just $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it works, order more. 70% of those who start with a quick start go on to order more, meaning it worked for them. If it doesn't, well, you can try something else. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. We're going to talk to Hillary Kennedy. Host of the 4-Minute Buzz, coming up next. 888 also at Bat Unleashed on Twitter. We are joined uh, this morning by Hillary Kennedy, host of the 4-Minute uh, Buzz. How long have you been doing that now, Hillary? Two years. Two years. Yeah, so wow. two years. It's been awesome. Yeah. And last year at this time, you were on maternity leave for a little while. So how long? how old is your son now? He turns a year old on Monday. So wow, it's gone by incredibly fast. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. I that's still I, I still don't understand how anyone has more than one. I'm working <laughs> yeah. through that. But if I can if I can keep this one alive, then you know Do you want more than one? You know, I didn't think that I would, but now that I have one, I wouldn't mind having another one in some yeah. form or fashion. Yeah. I, I think they need a playmate. That's what I'm learning so is too. they want all of your attention if if mm-hmm. they don't have a sibling, but if they have a sibling and Keith even told me too, like, have more. That yeah. way they can sit and play together. That's true. Yeah. And then eventually the older ones can help with the younger ones. That would be nice. Yeah. And and it, that's how you kind of survive that nightmare. Um, but uh, <laughs> but you brought in a bunch <laughs> of... A loving nightmare. Right, loving exactly. nightmare. Oh, yeah, the yes. best nightmare ever. <laughs> Um, so you brought in a bunch of uh, pumpkin spice because here it is October. Yes. And, and we've got all manner of pumpkin spice foods. I thought I would spice up your lives by bringing good. in, yeah, a couple yeah. of new pumpkin spice flavors. I got all of these at Target. So if anyone at home <laughs> wants to try what I brought today, they're all okay. available at Target. Mm. Uh, but there are there's always a new pumpkin spice food item this time of year, every year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's crazy stuff. Spam has a pumpkin spice <laughs> cheddar grilled cheese so i mean wow companies are going and people have said that's real pumpkin spice in the spam so it's supposed to be pretty good if wow. you like spam that does not um, sound that's a nice good. qualifier <laughs> if you like if spam. you like it um but so today i thought i'd bring some of the stuff that's new on the scene and it is pumpkin spice trail mix that pumpkin spice fun, eh? pretzels pumpkin spice wow. chocolate covered almonds and then there are some bantam hmm. bagels with a pumpkin spice creamed cheese inside Oh, so, man. So I'm interested to see what you think, because people kind of tend to either love or hate pumpkin spice. Mm. Um, and it's really unusual, too, because when, when they poll Americans about their favorite oh. desserts, 
pumpkin anything never even ranks in the top five. I mean, mm. not ever. But right. it's something but about... It saturates our culture this time this of year. time of year, though, that brings that out in you. It is. And I think, too, they've done some studies that I think it's the mm. scarcity of it because pumpkin spice is usually only around for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's gone. And so then people are like, oh, I've got to have it, even if they don't really love pumpkin spice that much. So, all right, what are your thoughts I on like the... I like the trail mix a lot. The trail mix is good? Yeah, it's yeah that's really good. It's pretty good. I like I some of that. Let me see. What are these? Are these nuts? Did Those you say? are almonds. So pumpkin spice almonds. All of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Allergic to almonds. Okay, the chill mix is good. Okay, right. Yeah, the chill yeah. mix is good. Okay. I liked it too. Are, are we going almonds? And nuts? then the pretzels. Wait, he's. No, just, I'm going to do the pretzels. I'm skipping the. Here. <laughs> I'm blowing through all of them. I'm most inter- interested to know if the pumpkin spice cream cheese is any Me good too. in the bagels because I like cream cheese and I like bagels. I don't know if I want a pumpkin together. Yeah, a pumpkin pie element in my mm-hmm. bagel and cream. No, you don't like the pretzels. Take the almonds. I haven't tried the pretzels. I like the pretzel. Oh. Pretzel's good too. Have you tried can... that yet? Mm-mm. Pretzel's pretty good. And you wouldn't think pumpkin spice would work in a pretzel, but it kind of does. No, not to Keith. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm not into the. I'm not into the almonds. What do you like? Yeah, I don't. Ooh. I don't like that either. Try this and see if you want to vomit as well. <laughs> want to vomit? It's it's a pretzel. Well, no. like the um, I, like, I like yogurt covered pretzels. There's something wrong with this thing. <clears throat> I liked it. Ooh, I like the pretzel. Yeah, I do too. The almonds have got to go. Delicious. Oh, he's giving me the whole. <laughs> yeah, no almonds. I like the trail mix. I like the pumpkin spice pretzel. Ugh. And now this is a, a bagel? A bagel with a spiced pumpkin cream cheese inside. All right. And apparently those Bantam bagels, I didn't know this. Matthew, the the wonderful chef here, he mm. told me that they were from That's Shark true. Tank. I guess they were a, mm. a brand that was pitched on Shark Tank that is now in Starbucks and a bunch of other places. But These are good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, these are good, too. You like the, the bagel and cream cheese? Oh, yeah. All right. These are mostly big hits. It's really good. The pretzel's great. Okay, yay. So we've kicked yeah. off... We've kicked off fall, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We have. Now all you guys need are some yoga pants and a small dog to carry around and... <laughs> And we got our pumpkin your spice pumpkin food. Your pumpkin spice, you're ready to go. We're all set. <laughs> now, Keith discovered something kind yeah. of interesting about you that nobody would ever guess. Now, and maybe maybe this is just news to me. Because when I mentioned this to Carrie later that day, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. So then I was like, oh, I thought it was a big deal <laughs> that uh, you are an ultimate fighting uh, I brought champion. A, I brought a friend with me. She knows mm-hmm. Everything. Look at that. It's Conor, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. I, I am a big UFC fan. And I'm that's a like huge... a Conor McGregor what? Pillow? It's a Conor McGregor pillow. Um, <laughs> I like to live tweet when they have a UFC. Mm-hmm. Like this weekend's UFC 243 in Australia, so I'll be live tweeting that. But I had a friend that has a pillow company, and he sent me a custom Conor McGregor pillow. And so I took a photo of it on Instagram, like hugging my Conor McGregor pillow. And he started following me on Instagram and it was pretty much the happiest day of my life. That's wow. That's big time. Conor McGregor. (laughs) Conor McGregor must have millions on his Twitter followers, right? He does. So I tens of millions. I wished him good luck. So the night before I had my baby, he was fighting Khabib Nurmagomedov, which was a huge fight. And I think we all kind of knew lost. if you follow UFC. Yeah, I think we all kind of knew it was heading that direction because yeah. Khabib is a machine. I yeah. mean, that guy is undefeated. He he wrestles bears in the in the forests of the you know outback in Russia or whatever. I, the guy. I mean, I mean, truly, yeah. like he. That's how he trained. Was like wrestling bears. So I think everybody knew that Connor was it was he was going to get by by the skin of his teeth if, if at all. But so that night before, I said, you know, mm-hmm. good luck on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Went to the hospital, had the baby, and I woke up to 3,000 comments of Khabib wow. fans just 
tearing me apart. I mean, what? everything on my really? Inter- oh yeah, and I was kind of shocked because I didn't wow. realize how <clears throat> devoted some of those my fans. My goodness, and you dare really wish are. him good luck. Yeah. I know. I mean, wow. So That'll yeah, that'll teach you. It That'll just made me you. even more loyal. I love you, Conor McGregor. Aww. He, I mean, he's retired. That's quote retired, but hard I to hope believe. he comes back. Yeah, I do too. Because he was. I didn't think he was going to lose. Uh, I, I thought he'd still pull that out because he's he's an animal himself. Yeah, I mean that guy. Does he come out of retirement every now and then just to like fight? I don't think he or has anything like that. Not yet. <laughs> he hasn't come out, has he? Not in a while. I mean, he's really been focusing on his whiskey line, and he's got a clothing line and all that kind of stuff. Wow, I so. didn't know he had a whiskey line. Oh yes, I'll check that out. Now, now you're not just a casual fan. I mean, you you were talking about. When you pay for to see these fights, right? You want to see some action out well, there. Well, because fighting is the original sport. Is there a better mm-hmm. sport out there? Because this is, I mean, it's like a modern-day gladiator is what we're watching. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. Especially the MMA. If there is no blood, mm-hmm. if some teeth aren't knocked out... <laughs> If somebody doesn't leave with a black eye, did we get our money? Then worth? you feel cheated. I do. Yeah. If somebody's face isn't beat in, that is correct. Then they have cheated, and, Hillary. And I think it <laughs> doesn't matter who's fighting, men or women. See, if a that. woman is also wow. not pummeled in the face, where I can tell that some real scrapping has gone on, I yeah. feel like I want my money back. <laughs> That's amazing. And do you want to tell us about uh, a hobby That's you almost took amazing. up as well? Um, well, I did some some kickboxing, and I wanted to. I, if I didn't need my face for work, <laughs> I would love to get in the octagon. Would you really and fight another woman? Yes, I would love it. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. Uh-huh. So my husband bought me some uh, <laughs> private lessons from a guy who trains female UFC fighters. Uh-huh. He gave it to me for oh, wow. Christmas last year, but I just had a baby, so people advised oh. me that, that was probably a bad mm-hmm. idea to start now. So I'm yeah. just waiting one more year, I think, wow. and then. I at least want to learn how to train. I, I don't think I will That's ever great. get in the ring and fight. But That's great. I, I, I love US, UFC, too. But it is, I mean, it is brutal. There, some of those fights are bloodbaths. I mean, they're, not only is there enough teeth knocked out, but there is blood all over the canvas. And, exactly. Okay, so Hillary. And you like that. That's, <laughs> I, I grew up watching boxing with my grandpa. I'm sure a lot yeah. of us had grandpas that were really into boxing or boxed in the military. And so mm-hmm. um, that was the sign of a good fight. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to get into the ring with, a, with one of these famous female fighters. Who would you want to take Ooh, on? Ooh, Holly Holm. I love her. She's known mm. as the Preacher's Daughter. She's from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and she is awesome. <laughs> she's the one that first beat uh, Ronda Rousey. Yes, she did. Yeah, and she's, yeah. she's had a tough go. She was actually yeah, supposed to fight this weekend. She's lost every fight since, I think. Yeah, but she's hung in there. I mean, she's really, it's been like to a decision in most of those fights, but she uh, was supposed to fight this weekend in Australia, and she, I think, tore a hamstring or something, so she's not going to be yeah. there, but she said that she'll you know do a rematch later. So wow. I was bummed because that's why I was going to pay the money for it this weekend. But now that Holmes not fighting, I don't know. She's my favorite. Oh. I, I can't imagine you in the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> the blaze will be there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't seem fierce enough for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hillary, thanks. Yeah, this is great. 15 yeah. minutes uh, right here yep. on the blaze. Happy fall. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Take your pretzels. Take uh, all right. Let me take 60 seconds and tell you about home title lock. You know all those annoying robocalls we all get? Um, the ones saying you're pre-approved for credit card loans. Uh, they're a nightmare, but they're dangerous, too, because these are usually scammers trying to steal your identity and, in some cases, steal your home's title. 
Your home's title is stored online now, and so it's accessible to all of these thieves. They forge the document. It looks like you sold them your home, and then they take out an equity line of credit, and you get stuck with the payments. So if you're getting these credit card calls or loan robocalls or email, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address right now to verify you're not already a victim and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez demanding that American taxpayers foot the bill to bail out New York City's uh, taxicab drivers who took out loans in order to pay for their taxi medallion. If you're not familiar with New York City and their taxi driving situation, um, they have to buy these medallions and and you, you put them on the taxis to show that you're official because there's a lot of rogue drivers and you don't want to go with the rogue drivers because they'll charge you 20 bucks a mile or something. Or they'll just haggle the price with you right there. And it's going to be expensive. <laughs> On a rainy day in New York City, that's uh-huh. the only ride you're going to get, though. Yeah. Pretty much guarantee you that. One day we got into a cab and we took it. It took probably <clears throat> a half hour. We made it about a block and a half. Traffic mm-hmm. was so bad. And uh, anyway, so I, I got out and I, I don't even know what it was. I, I think I paid him 20 bucks. And then I realized, I think I just got to some guy's car. And he was just like, yeah, I'll give you a ride. <laughs> so... So these you got to look yeah, for these medallions. You got to look for the medallion, yeah. and then they're official. And then you get into the, the but the medallion costs a ton of money. In the mm-hmm. past, it was up to like one point three million. Was it one point three million? Oh, yeah, one point three million is what it was up to. And but the That's ride crazy. shares, the ride shares have come along. Yeah, and now it's down now you got to Uber and Lyft, and, and so now it's is it two fifty or is it uh, in think, the hundreds? I think it's gotten down to a hundred and something thousand, hundred sixty thousand. I think it bottomed out. Okay. Yeah, so it's coming down, though. Um, but AOC says these taxi drivers need a bailout because this is not just about predatory collection practices. This is manufactured financial indentured servitude, and it's wrong. Oh, we need to bail out these drivers. And I would like to invite my colleagues here on the federal level and our partners on the city level to make sure they get the job done. They're going to bail out the taxi cab drivers? Come on. Wow. Uh, the uh, New York City government has been artificially limiting the number of medallions it will issue. But why do they do that? Because the traffic situation in New York is a nightmare, and you've already got 13,587 official taxis on the island of Manhattan. <laughs> That's insanity. Over th- Okay, so 13,000 500 taxis mm-hmm. all over New York, and now you're going to, what, eliminate that that minim, that maximum? Then you're really going to have an issue in New York City with the traffic. So let's bail them out. Well, that's apparently what we're going to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because this is a federal problem, AOC. No, this is a New York City-created problem, so y'all deal with it there. Jeez. Uh, as such, the artificial scarcity created by the Democrat-led New York City government has skyrocketed the cost to obtain a medallion. Price of the medallion, as we mentioned, soared to over a million. Um, but then it changed in 2014 because of because of Uber and Lyft and all of that. 
But uh, since since 2014, 950 drivers have filed for bankruptcy. So we need a bailout yeah, in New yeah. York. For- Quote, AOC here. We need to bail out these drivers, and I would like to invite my colleagues here on the federal level Yep, to get on board. You are... I'm sorry. She's crazy. Uh, she's absolutely stark raving mad. Um, but they all are. They all are. You know, we did have some hope for uh, Tulsi Gabbard for a while, because she seemed like the reasonable one in this in this field of crazies. Well, even she is jumping on the impeachment uh, bandwagon now. She previously was the only holdout among the field of presidential hopefuls. But now she's changed her mind about the impeachment inquiry. After reading the transcript of the phone call that uh, President Trump made to Volodymyr Zelensky, urging him to look into Joe Biden and his son. Um, is it really Was it really that terrible? No, but I, I think she's probably getting all kinds of crazy pressure from Democrats. Up to this point, I've been opposed to pursuing impeachment because it will further divide our already badly divided country, she said. However, after looking carefully at the transcript of the conversation with Ukraine's president, the whistleblower complaint, the inspector general memo, and President Trump's comments about the issue, unfortunately, I believe if we do not proceed with the inquiry, it will set a very dangerous precedent. Really? I wonder what that danger would be that... Uh, to uh, not try to impeach a president without yeah. enough evidence? <laughs> I mean, what are we trying to... <laughs> Where there's nothing here, uh, there's nothing to see here, move along? Yeah, we can't have that. We can't have people moving along. And actually getting back to the business of the American people, why would you do that? Also, Elizabeth Warren still believes... Brett Kavanaugh should be impeached. So not only we're doing oh the gosh, Donald Trump thing, we're also back to talking about impeaching Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> I mean, she expressed support for the for the Kavanaugh accuser, Christine Blasey Ford, and in a tweet marking the one year anniversary of her testimony, declared that the Supreme Court justice quote should be impeached unquote. I still believe Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, and like the man who appointed him, Brett Kavanaugh, should be impeached, Warren said. Uh, She was far from the only one to declare support for Kavanaugh's accuser on Friday. A year ago, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford told her story. Senators didn't listen, but the American people did, according to Beto. Really? I don't hear any outcry from the American people about impeaching Brett Kavanaugh. It only comes from these goofy Democrats running for office. Like Anita Hill before her, the impact of her testimony will inspire and encourage women to continue to have the courage to speak out. Yeah, 35 years later? Really? That's bold. One year ago today, we saw what true courage looked like as Dr. Christine Blasey Ford stepped forward and testified before the Senate according to Bill de Blasio, who, by the way, dropped out of this race already. We believed her then. We believe her now. Speak for yourself. I didn't believe her then, and I certainly don't believe her now. And I guess that's almost illegal to say. Uh, And yet, it is true. 888 900 We got this uh, story 
from the Babylon Bee, where this is where you find out what really is going on in the world. Right. Um, apparently, according to the Babylon Bee, this this story is uh, headlined in Israel. There was a certain man who had two sons, and the younger son demanded his inheritance and then wasted it all in a distant country. Mm. When the son came crawling back, begging for forgiveness, the father made a huge celebration to mark the return of his prodigal son. Oh, I know this story. Yeah. You've heard it before? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that celebration was cut short when old tweets the younger son had written surfaced, some of which were characterized as racist. Though the son apologized oh, no. for those tweets as well, he was immediately kicked out of the house. Oh, no. Yeah, the dad said he was dead and is alive again, but now is dead again <laughs> because he's garbage. Garbage? <laughs> what happened? The story, I, I, now that we know the rest of the story, it's completely ruined. Now, as he said this, the father clapped his hands in a real-life approximation of clapping emojis between each word. Uh, you have to watch what you say because the internet is forever," said the older son, who had uncovered the oh, tweets. Yeah, the older son the uncovered who... the tweets. You know, he was pissed about the guy coming home anyway because uh-huh. he didn't do anything wrong, and he didn't have the fatted calf. Uh huh. I'm just reading things into it because I have never heard the yeah, story. Yeah, where, where are you getting these? Details? I don't know. <laughs> just guessing. Fatted calf. <laughs> never heard of such a thing. Uh, yeah, and sorry. If you say the wrong things, there's just no coming back from that. <laughs> now, excuse me, we already slaughtered the fatted calf oh, and need to go. eat it before it goes bad. And <laughs> <laughs> I'll run along. The younger son <laughs> headed back to the distant country to try to get his job back feeding swine. But his employer had heard of his tweets and informed him he was canceled. Oh, no. <laughs> so he had nowhere to go now. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. The Babylon Bee is brilliant. That's that's just a funny story. That's great. You take that story from the Bible, and you apply it to what's going on today, mm-hmm. and it does make it all the more ridiculous, doesn't it? Yep. Sure does. <clears throat> absolutely. I'm sorry. There's absolutely no forgiveness if you've tweeted something bad. No. You cannot be forgiven. You can't come back from that. The guy comes back from his whoring and <laughs> stealing <laughs> and... Everything else he's doing, and that's fine. Okay, yeah, we welcome you back. Kill the fatted calf. Let's have it. And then the uh, other son uncovers some tweets. <laughs> he's, he's kicked out again. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but <laughs> you're garbage. No, there's no coming back from those no kinds of tweets. No coming back. From, you know? I mean, that's... Not from saying those kinds of things. Mm. And you didn't even say them, but, you know, tweeting those kinds of things. It's brilliant. And that's, that is where we are. We are at such a ridiculous place in our society that a bad tweet is uh, worse than almost anything else you could do in your life. That is a social death sentence. It is. There's no coming back from that, just like they said in that right. story. Right. Uh, that's where we're at, you know. <clears throat> it's a crazy place. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Oh, good. John Bon Jovi is declaring Cory Booker the right leader to take on Trump. Cory Booker, I think, would, would lose to Trump by about 50 points. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, I think you're right, John. <laughs> Put him up there against uh, Donald Trump. Let's see what happens. Wow. So Wow. I so mean. That, that'll put him over the top. John Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm. Could he be any more stupid? 
Is it possible? That needs to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> John Bon Jovi. Could he be any more stupid? Wow. No. I don't think he could. <laughs> he said, I, I believe we need to respond with a strong call for unity and a renewed sense of shared purpose. I can't think of anyone better than Cory Booker to rise to the challenge. This guy's, he's so New Jersey that I think that's the only reason he's selecting Cory Booker. Because exactly. he's from New Jersey. If if Bruce Springsteen was running, he'd be saying the same thing about him. Mm-hmm. He is the right leader for this moment. But what if Chris Christie were running? He'd No, then that that's a different deal. Okay. Corey needs all of us to step up right now so he can hit his $1.7 million end of the quarter goal. Hmm. Yeah, good luck with that. Without a fundraising surge to close out this quarter, we do not see a legitimate long-term path forward. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, he, Corey Booker will be pushed over the top now by this celebrity endorsement of John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, John Bon Jovi and his wife, Dorothea, by the way, together donated $5,600 to Booker earlier this year. And they hosted a fundraiser for him uh, at their home in the Hamptons. Oh, well, there you go. So you want to follow their lead, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Well, I guess it's a done deal now. All right. What is my daughter doing in here right now? Wow. Wait, she just came in, broke a pencil, threw it on your desk. Uh, she, that seemed to be pretty easy for her. <laughs> go clean your room. Wow. That, that of was... course, in response to Keith's uh, feeble effort to break a pencil <laughs> last cute. week, was yeah, it, or the week was... before? Oh, there we go. See, look at that right there. Wonderful. Seriously, it took him like... 80 seconds to uh, break that pencil. It wasn't 80 seconds. It and was your daughter did it in no about... more than 70. A split second. So, uh... You look like an idiot. Yeah. Essentially. Thank you. And a weakling, by the way. Thank you. Well, that's good. No, it's a, a good sissy. way to end the day there. A All sissy, right. if you. you will. Okay, heard it. Okay. Thank you. A wuss cake. <clears throat> Total wuss cake sissy. I'll deal with her later.